Hi, and welcome to Sheepcast. The date is June 12, 2020, and I'm Max Park. This is our daily devotional and prayer on Philippians, and today's passage is Philippians chapter 3, verse 20 to 21. This is what the Word of God reads. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of His glory by the exertion of the power that He has even to subject all things to himself. Amen. The word of God. Paul in the third chapter in the final two verses reminds the Philippian believers as well as believers today universally that our citizenship, our true home is the kingdom of God. It is heaven. And this is what we eagerly await for. This is the attitude by which we live life. Here's D.A. Carson who notes on this verse. In short, it is Christianity that is preparing for heaven. For that is where our true home is, our true citizenship, our true destiny. Only that stance is sufficient to make Paul's attitude towards suffering sensible and reasonable. If cheerful identification with Christ and his sufferings in this world finally issues in the spectacular glory of the Lord's return and the splendor that follows. As believers, we live under this shadow with this eager expectation of the second coming of Jesus, which will usher in, of course, heaven restored, it will usher in our or usher our bodies into glorified form and state for the believers who will be rewarded with having bodies of glory that will share, of course, uh, in this earth, in the sufferings of Christ, but also in the glory of Christ when we are with him as co-heirs by the exer- exertion, it says in verse 21, of the power that he has even to subject all things to himself. So in the end, we have this expectation as believers that all things will come under the throne of God and subject itself, subject all things it's um, under that throne, under Christ's name. And so this is the eager expectation we have. And I like how Paul writes eagerly, not just waiting, not just patiently sitting in some sort of waiting room at the doctor's office, but eagerly waiting. Many of us here, of course, in the Toronto, Canada, Our parents were immigrants that came over here from another country, and they came here with eagerness. Yes, coming over here, there's suffering, there's initially discomfort, there's an adjustment period. But like that, uh, our Christian life is very similar. We adjust to a new life. We come into a new being. We become new. We let the old go, and we embrace the new. And this new is this expectation, like that of our parents when they came over here, of hope, this dream, this life that will be full and meaningful in Christ. And this is an eagerness and an expectation that I think many Christians don't have. We live defeated because they're suffering. We live almost uh, almost as if we are not on the side of victory. We, we live as if we have lost this war. Brothers and sisters, don't let your sufferings and your adjustment period in this temporal earthly life to the expectation of the eternal heavenly life be simply marked with not an eagerness, but simply with just discontent. Yes, the Christian life is marked by lots of suffering, marked with lots of torment and trial, but there is an eagerness through that. And there's an eagerness for waiting, or for, of waiting for Christ's return. And that is something glorious. And that, I think, is, uh, is an ultimate end that a lot of Christians know but don't feel and embrace in their hearts. And I hope and pray that that would be the case. That's point number one. But point number two is this. 
Paul has been talking a lot about following examples, following examples of mature believers, whether it be himself in his pursuit of Christ, whether it be Timothy, whether it be Epaphroditus, or what we've also been taught in verses 18 to 19, do not follow these patterns, do not follow these people in their evilness and in their wickedness, but rather follow men of God, people of the word, people who are mature in their faith and pursuing Christ relentlessly. Follow this example. And in that following, what ultimately happens in the life that follows is they become people who are also followed right and so what happens is we have this incredible lineage and this chain of men and women of god who ultimately pass down generation after generation this example of faithful living no one does it perfectly other than jesus but there are elements to our life in our pursuit that are worthy of examination and worthy of following right And I think this is really important because sometimes, of course, we need to be reminded humbly that, yes, we are just simply followers, but we also need to take on that responsibility and I think a desire to want to be followed by believers after us. Learn from me, right? And I think that's something, a healthy balance that we need to maintain in the Christian life. And so ultimately, as we follow Christ and we follow those who followed Christ, ultimately people, as a result of observing our life, will also follow how we followed Christ. And I think that's something to celebrate and something that I think is part of Christian discipleship and the lineage of uh, Christendom and the church expansion in this world. So, brothers and sisters, as we end off chapter 3, This is my prayer for you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that we would be reminded daily, if not hour by hour, minute by minute, second by second, that our citizenship is in heaven. Let us be reminded every day in suffering and in joy that heaven is our home. This is just temporary. Father, help us also be reminded that our pursuit of you, our pursuit and our expectation and our eagerness to be with you and to be like you would be something that overflows in our life and that our following of you would lead to others following you as well. We pray all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please check out our church Facebook page called Sheepgate Fellowship and our YouTube channel by the same name. You can join us in worship on Sundays via live stream at 1245 p.m. Eastern time. And the link for that is on our Facebook page. I truly hope the Lord blesses you this day. Have a great weekend and enjoy. God bless.